the moment that I realized what an entrepreneur was and I started like looking at Instagram in a different way and I started finding people who were successful, I realized, wait a second, like people could be millionaires doing this stuff. And the moment that I just, just realized that it's like what, right when I saw that as a, as a possibility, right in the field of possibilities was the moment that I was like, I'm going to be a millionaire. And it was like back in 2018. And I just would tell my husband, I'm just going to be a millionaire one day. And I would start to tell my mom, I'm going to be a millionaire one day. And then my mom would start to tell my grandma, she's going to be a millionaire one day. And then my grandma would tell my uncle. And then my uncle would be like, you're going to be a millionaire one day. Right. And it was just like this thing. I was just like, I'm going to be a millionaire one day. That's just going to be what it is. Like if I'm going to become an entrepreneur, I'm going to become a millionaire. Why? Why not? I see other people do it. Why the hell can't I do it? If they can do it, I can do it. Why not? Hello, everybody. If you're joining us, we're on the Dreams Dreamsboro show. This is my podcast. This is all about big dreams and your inspo and this series that I'm doing is some interviews or basically chats with people that I see, especially in my field, my clients, my colleagues in my field that are manifesting big dreams and in the manifestation of big dreams. And we're going to go into all the cracks and the crevices and you can access it on my podcast, The Dreams for Show. So subscribe to it. If you go to janakingsford.com forward slash podcast, you can subscribe to all of the emails so you know what's happening and when and where. Context, you guys. So I met Jen for the first time ever in melanie's mastermind yes like a oh, year almost two years ago i've always been the furniture i've been the furniture i was the furniture and that was two years ago and you came in yeah and my favoriteest thing is you lived in a van yes and so did you 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 were living in one too yeah. We were both doing the nomad life. We were both just like, you know, we're just going to go and see where the world takes us. I loved it. I was just like, I love you already. I was like, I ain't cool, Donna. I was just like, there's another van life. We're in the house and we're digital nomads and we're van lifers, which is a totally different situation. It and I'm is. Like, oh my God, I love you already. And I'm like, don't scare her by going, oh my God, we're going to be best <laughs> friends. I'm pretty sure I said that, like, we're going to be best friends. Well, because you know, like if you're you know, nomad life, like whatever, wherever people are living in nomad life, like it takes a certain type of attitude and a certain type of commitment. And it, like, it is not easy. It is not sunshine and rainbows. And it takes a certain level of like desire to really fully experience life in a different way. And we both were like, oh, here we go. Like this, we're doing this. We're doing this. Like we were, we were all in, we were all in. It was so good. It was so it was good. Becoming millionaires in a band, you know, that's just literally how, was. That's where, how we were rolling. I love that. So that's the context. We met in the mastermind. Jen's kind of one of those friends online that you like, don't talk for like a year, but then he's like, oh my God, how you going? What are you doing? I'm doing this. this. I'm doing that. Okay, cool. This is amazing. And like my best friends a bit like that, like we cannot talk for like six months a year. Now we talk all the time because she's CEO, it's, yeah. but it's yeah. like one of those sorts of friendships. Which yeah. is so it, all right, let's have a look at, so when you first came in, where were you at? Like, where were you at in your business and vibes and life when you came? Cause I know we've changed so much, but since when I met you, when you first came in. Oh my gosh. So I met you, that was February of 2000 and. 21. That's when that was when I first came in and into the hypermind. And then I met you. And at that point in time, it's funny. I was actually just having a conversation with our mentor, Melanie today about how at that point in my life, it was like, can I even do this? 
Mm-hmm. You know, and like I had already built a half a million dollar a year business the year before, but it was like, can I even do this? Like I've always had dreams of becoming a seven figure entrepreneur. And I was like, can I even do this? Right. And that was like the phase of I feel like 2021 was like, okay, wait a second, I can do this. Holy fiddlesticks, like I can freaking do this. Like I've got this. Like I know how to work the magic. I know how to be in alignment. I know how to create programs. I know how to sell. I know how to market. Like I know how to do all of the things. I can do it. And then I went through like, well, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but that's where I was in 2021 was like, can I even do this? And I remember like coming into, I think this is such a big thing. Like when we come into a new space, whether it's a mastermind, whether it's one-on-one mentorship, I think we come into it like, oh gosh, do I even belong here? Yeah. You know, like, do I even belong here? I see the women that come into my world, like, oh my God, do I even belong here? And so that was such a big piece of you know, I think that when we experience that, it's like a little, it's a little microcosm of actually what's going on. So there's something so much bigger that's going on, which is like, do I belong here in my dreams? Do I belong here in my business? Do I belong here to being able to bring all of this to life? And so that was very much February of 2021 was like, oh my God, what am I doing? Do I belong here? Do I have what it takes? And then I decided, yes. I love what you said about the microcosm, like, of that's what I feel like masterminds Ah, so is that like why you chose a mastermind? Did you know that they're kind of like that when you join or was it kind of a little bit of a shock to the system joining one, especially of that high level? That's a big Yeah, I had had been a part of a lot of masterminds. I've been a part of like, God, God, one, two, three, four, five, six masterminds before that. Yeah. I've been, I've been in many masterminds. I've always really liked masterminds, just liked like the community and then like the mentorship that was a part of it. So I definitely knew that that was like, that was the case, but this was the first mastermind that I ever joined that I didn't know anybody in it. Like I had just found Melanie like a week before and I didn't know any of you guys. It was like a whole new world. So I was just like, Oh, who am I? Like, What am I doing here? Like, I felt like, a like a baby deer, like learning how to walk for the first time. And everyone's like gazelles. And I'm like, Oh God, what am I doing? But I think it is a big part of you know, I think that everything that we do will show what's really happening internally. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like me walking into a mastermind being like, do I belong here? It really was like the big picture was like, do I belong in this industry? Yeah. Do I belong to do things this way? Do I, you know, do my dreams belong to me? Like, do I really have what it takes? Mm. When you came into the mastermind, you were in the van. So like, I want to track back to that before, like you even decided to come into the mastermind. Like, why were you traveling in a van? Like, that's actually a really cool place to start yeah. too. is how, cause I, I feel like for van life, for all of us van life, it's, it's always a big move when we do it. It's like one of those events, like those monumental events in our lives where you decide to go against the society normals of living in raw walls and you decide to move into something that rolls and you can go anywhere that is so filled with challenge, pressure, friction, inconvenience, uncomfortability. I feel like van life for me, as well as masterminds, were microcosms of creating my million-dollar business. So can you track back to like why you were in a van to start with? What was yeah. the move that got you to get there? God, well, it was my husband's dream. Oh, it was like such my husband's dream. I love comfort. Listen, I love like you get me a blanket and I won't leave my house for like, I could literally not leave my house. I don't know if it's the projector in me. I don't know if it's a two, four. I don't know if it's the Taurus. I don't really care. It's probably all of them together. Like I love comfort. Like I love comfort. I don't love societal norms. I will break every rule that anyone ever gives me ever. Someone says, here's the rule. I'm like, okay. And I'm always scheming up ways to break it. 
but like, I love comfort. And so my husband's dream was to literally be like, live a nomad life. And during the time that we had decided that we were going to live a nomad life, it was the pandemic that was happening. And we lived in a state that was incredibly locked down. We live in a state that like, we didn't have any freedom and freedom is like my number one core value. I think, I think freedom is every entrepreneur's number one core value. And we didn't have freedom and we wanted freedom. We wanted to just experience the world. You know, I was at this point in my business at that point in time that like my husband could leave his job if he wanted to and come work in the business or leave his job and go start his own business or do whatever he wanted to do. And, you know, it was one of those things that we were just like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing here? Like we're locked down. He was working from home and it was like, you know, we love, we, we desire to live a life of freedom, but we're not at all able to do that. And so he was like, what if we did this? And I was like, what if we didn't like, I was like, Oh God, but it was, it was such a calling for him. And I was like, you know what? That would be so fun. And so like, when would anybody ever get the chance to do that in their life? And I was like, hell yeah, like, let's go do it. And so we did it for just about a year. And it really was like, it was the coolest experience ever. It was the coolest experience and the most difficult experience. You know, this, like it is the most exhilarating fun feeling of like, I can go wherever I want, whenever I want, wherever I want, however I want. I can stay here. I can go there, whatever it is, but it's also the amount of uncertainty and you don't have that grounded feeling. Mm -hmm. And often that grounded feeling is so needed for creation, right? Mm -hmm. It's so needed for like, I'm going to feel so grounded and so good that I can, I can create a seven figure business. Mm -hmm. But when that grounding and that foundation is gone in that circumstance, it's gone. It's like, can you really create it no matter what, or do you need this in order for it to happen? And so it was a beautiful year of like, is this a false perception of safety? Do I really need this? Do I really have what it takes? Can I really do build a business, a seven figure business with no grounding and no foundation, except for a moving vehicle that changes directions every single week? Like, right. Like, do I really have what it takes to be able to do this? And it was the year of like, I feel like grit you know, the year of like, I am dedicated to this no matter what, whether it's easy, whether it's hard, whether it's comfortable, whether it's uncomfortable, whether I'm freaking out because the Wi-Fi once again is not working because I don't know, it's windy outside. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, there's fog. So the Wi-Fi doesn't work, right? Like it was just a year of like, you say that you want your dreams, but do you really have what it takes to bring them to life? I feel that so much in all of my cells. That's what van life kind of did for me. It was like hyper speed, <laughs> unconditionality. Like we can talk about it, like non-circumstantial, not based on conditions, but like put yourself in a van and you're going to put your big dream through a ringer. It's like, put this big dream through a ringer. Do I have what it takes to be unconditionally grounded without physicality, the physicality of groundedness? And I feel like for me, when I was traveling so much, was it, it was like all the excuses were gone. Like I couldn't, all of the things that I thought before, like I need to go on a writer's retreat to be able to write. And I was like, now we just drive for long drives. And I write the best posts that I've ever written still to this day when I was a passenger. So I love that. I love that you got to have that experience because you can talk about it, but like until you have that experience, you just don't get it because it's totally And with travel, right? Like, I mean, you can then travel outside of a moving vehicle, but like with travel, I think that you connect so much deeper to your spirituality and to like the energy of the earth and the land. Mm -hmm. Because I remember going to one place, you know, I'm in the United States. And so the one place in the United States that like, I felt this calm, like 
like nurturing energy. And then we got in the car and we go somewhere else. And I felt this like determined masculine energy. And then we got in the, and we went somewhere else. And I felt this like flow and this fluidity. And so I started to realize after a few months, like, oh my gosh, places on the earth carry a different energy and they carry different frequencies and they carry different codes and they carry different sources of wisdom. And so in the beginning we had a plan. It was like, okay, we're going to go here. We're going to go here. And on this state, we're going to check in here. My husband had this like massive plan and like all these campgrounds and like everything like set. And then all of a sudden we both were like, let's actually stop and ask ourselves, like, where's our soul calling us to go? Right. And so then we literally started to be like the mountains, let's go to Montana. Oh wait, the ocean, let's go to California. Wait, I don't want to leave California. Can we surf up the coast and like, and like, like be up along the ocean. So we were able to like, I was able to learn so much more about myself mm. because of the accessing of different, of different elements of the earth and different places that we have available to us and the wisdom that's there. Oh. And it's so intuitively guided. You start to really realize because there's a couple of times when you'll start to like, I'm going to be here because it's on my agenda. This is what's on the plan. We're going to go there. And you can feel something in your body saying, no, don't, don't, don't. And you don't listen. And it's always the worst decision you've ever made. And you're just like, Literally. right? Like, oh my God, yes. most goosebumps right now. Do you have a story yes. of like when you didn't listen to your intuition? And you oh my God. 50. Oh my God. And then what happened? Like not mm. good things not good things happen, but like, what, a what, like what an example. And this is what the most beautiful thing is, is like, what a story and what an example for business. Yeah. hundred percent. Like when you listen to your intuition, even though it doesn't really make sense, it's insane. It's like, it's the, it's the best thing that you've ever done. But when you're like, no, it's the end of the month and I've got to make money and I've got to do this. And I've got to do this. And I've got to do this. And you force it. What happens? It doesn't work. Nothing. Like it doesn't work at all. So we got to like live that month after month, after month, after month, after month in the RV. And I think it supports us in business to being able to just surrender that there's a plan that's so much greater than me. And like, I'm just the one that's receiving it. Above and beyond the agenda that we have. And if we allow ourselves to just work with the energies and really listen. And I think you're in just hyper speed of that, like hyper awareness of that when you're traveling but it's exactly the same as business when we get really still with ourselves, right? Like we get still and it's like, what's the next right move to make? Okay. That doesn't feel like it fits in with my agenda, but okay. I'm going to trust it. Yeah. Get away with me universe. Let's go. I'm a conduit. Yeah. Let's go. And then you do it. And it's the best thing you ever did. Whew, I love that. A hundred percent. So we go into 2021, you're in the mastermind for a year. Like what was your whole, like, experience because I was in private coaching and you were in the mastermind. So we sort of like cross paths at the start. We, and we, we, say, we keep like crossing each other's paths. <laughs> and so I went into, so I didn't really know what happened, what went, because I know that was the year you cracked the million. Can you sort of like tell us about that? Because that's definitely like a manifestation in your 2021. So what's the like big yeah. situation that happened for you in 2021? Yeah. So 2021. So when I became an entrepreneur, I became an entrepreneur in 2018, Mm -hmm. the end of 2018. I was a teacher before that. And the moment that I even understood what an entrepreneur was, I didn't even know what entrepreneur was. I, somebody told me that they were an entrepreneur. I didn't even know what it was. I had to Google it and like, try to spell entrepreneur when you can't, you don't know what it is, (laughs) right? Like I'm like trying to Google it. And finally I'm like, sorry, what's an entrepreneur? Like goodness gracious here. So the moment that I realized what an entrepreneur was, and I started like looking at Instagram in a different way. And I started finding people who were successful 
I realized, wait a second, like people can be millionaires doing this stuff. And the moment that I just, just realized that it's like what, right when I saw that as a, as a possibility, right. It was in the field of possibilities was the moment that I was like, I'm going to be a millionaire. And it was like back in 2018. And I just would tell my husband, I'm just going to be a millionaire one day. And I would start to tell my mom, I'm going to be a millionaire one day. And then my mom would start to tell my grandma, she's going to be a millionaire one day. And then my grandma would tell my uncle. And then my uncle would be like, you're going to be a millionaire one day. Right. And it was just like this thing. I was just like, I'm going to be a millionaire one day. That's just going to be what it is. Like if I'm going to become an entrepreneur, I'm going to become a millionaire. Why? Why not? I see other people do it. Why the hell can't I do it? If they can do it, I can do it. Why not? We're not that much different. And this is just how my brain was in in the beginning. And it's very much so my brain now where I'm just like, again, the rule breaker, right? I'm like, why can't I not? They do it. Why can't I do it? And so. I just always had this desire. So my first year in business was a six-figure year. My second year was a half million dollar year. My third year was 2000, my third full year because I started being an entrepreneur really like mid to end of 2018. My third year was 2021. And I was like, I just woke up and I was like, I feel like this is going to be the year. Like it wasn't like goal setting. It wasn't like, oh, I need this to be blah, blah, blah. I was just like, I'm just, I'm just having this be my million dollar year. Like screw it. Why not? Right. Like Again, why not? She can do it. I can do it. Why not? Right. So I was like, I'm, I'm just going to do it. And so I, you know, joined the mastermind. I actually joined another mastermind. This is an important piece of information. I joined another mastermind before I even knew who Melanie was or hypermind or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And the moment that I joined the mastermind, I was all excited. And then a couple of weeks into it, I just realized it was, wasn't aligned. It just wasn't in alignment. I love the human who ran the mastermind. She's an amazing person but it just wasn't aligned. Like I just got in it and I was like, this doesn't feel good. This doesn't feel like I thought it was going to feel like, and it was a big investment. It was almost, it was a $27,000 investment. So I was like, well, that was a big investment. Like that was, that was, that was a stingy one. And mm-hmm. I was like, but it just not aligned. And I, I don't break contracts. I don't break agreements. I refuse to do that because integrity, like I just, I chose, I made the decision. I signed the contract. I don't even know if there was a contract, but in my mind, there was a contract. Mm. And then I was like, there's something more. And I just kept saying, universe, show me something more. Show me something different. I'm wanting something different. I'm wanting something more. And then Melanie popped into my world. So I joined her mastermind after I had already made a massive $27,000 investment. I had then committed to a $93,000 investment. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is a really important piece of the puzzle or of the information here, because it's almost like, number one, I made a, a... decision with my money that wasn't 110% in alignment, which was on me. And I learned so much from that. But then number two, it was, are you really willing to bet big? Are you really willing to play big? Like play big? And are you really willing to like take a risk and bet on yourself? Because an $8,000 at the time month investment was terrifying to me. I'd never spent that much money ever in my entire, you know, investing in myself before and all of the masterminds I was a part of. But it was like, are you really willing to play big? Are you really willing to bet that this is going to be a million dollar year? And I was like, I am. Like I completely am like, of course I am. So I made that big investment, decided to move forward. And that year it was like, here's the thing. Everybody in our industry talks about making the big investment. Mm -hmm. You make the big investment and you're going to win. It's like winning. Like you play the lottery, you're going to win it. It's like, no, you're not. You make the big investment. That's like, I put this on my, I did a post on this like last couple of weeks ago where I'm like, this is the bare freaking minimum. Like if you want to play big investing in yourself, like I'm done having the conversation you need to invest in yourself because it's the bare freaking minimum. You have to, it's like the entryway into your dreams. And then you have to show up. Like the investment is like, cool, you did it. Showing up is what really matters. Like showing up for the investment. So I was like, if I'm going to make this investment, I got to show up for it. And I've got to continuously show up and I've got to continuously commit. And I've got to be willing to realize that like, 
I don't know as much as I once thought that I knew. I got to be willing to like be a beginner again. I got to be willing to strip things down to the ground and realize that doesn't work. That was the old me. This is the way that it works in the beginning. And so I blew my entire business up. I had this business model that was going to get me to a million. It was like super masculine and in a spreadsheet, you know, and I was like, (laughs) I'm like this, I'm not doing this. I like deleted the spreadsheet and I was like, I'm not doing this. And I literally, I had these programs that I was running that got me to a half a million the year before. And it was in the like end of February, beginning of March. And I was on zoom with my team and I go, okay, team, we are blowing the business up. And they're like, excuse me. I had this plan, you know, my spreadsheet, I had this plan and I'm like, yeah, I'm blowing it up. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. We're blowing everything up. And my team was like, well, what are we going to do? And I go, I have actually no idea what we're going to do, but all I know is that it's going to be a million dollar a year. I had no programs. I had no plan. I had nothing. I just had my full unwavering belief. And that was it. And I had excellent high level support in sisterhood and in an epic team. And so I literally had like, I think like $20,000 or $30,000 a month of reoccurring revenue at that point in time. And I blew everything up and I was just like, we're starting from scratch and we're going to figure this out. And that was like a whole new level of grit of like, I don't know how this is going to happen, but I'm willing to bet on myself. I'm in this investment. I'm paying a team. And my husband had left his job and I was like, I'm just willing to figure it out. And so I took, you know, the first, I would say the first two quarters of 2021. And I was just like, I'm figuring this out. Who am I? Like, what, what are energetics? What does that even mean? What is alignment? Like, what is power? Like, like, who am I? Who am I meant to be? And then the first six months of the year, I was working on like who I am. And I started, my income started to increase. It was like $50,000 a month, 70, 80, 90, $100,000 a month. And then $100,000 a month just became normal for me. It just became a norm. And it was like the second half of 2021 was like, you know who you are, you know how to do this. And now let's continuously do it at a new scale. And we celebrated the million in October of that year. And it was like the most like wild, extraordinary. I like messaged Melanie, my, our mentor. And I was like bawling my eyes out. I'm like, oh my God, have it. And Pat, my husband looks at me and goes, babe, you knew it was going to happen like any minute now. They and I was like bawling my eyes out. I was like, it doesn't matter. You don't understand. Right. Cause it was like, the million is so much more than just money. And mm. you know, this, like, it's so much more than money. It's like, a dream that you've been dreaming coming to life. And it's a, it's something that you've been working toward for so long, but it's not the money. It's like, it's everything that's behind the money. It's the woman that you had to become in order to bring that much money into your life. And it's the, the massive impact that you get to make in the world as a result of that money. And it's just like, it's just the most incredible feeling. I think I'm like so excited for everybody to experience that. Yeah. It's like the best, like, aren't you, this not what you love. Like, I'm like, I want all, I'm so excited for all of my clients to have that moment that I'm like, like they messaged me bawling their eyes out. Yeah. So it was a year of like, who the hell am I? Do I really have what it takes? And I got to write the story. So I decided I did. I love that. I feel like the million, that's such a beautiful way to put it. Cause it does mean so much. And I feel like the million is representative of the million times I shifted from disbelief. To yes. Disbelief. Oh my I've shifted a million, not a hundred thousand times, but a million times I shifted. Yeah, and some of them were easy and some of them were like, no, I don't want to do it. I know, exactly. And then, which brings me to like a thing that sort of popped through was the 
when I joined the mastermind, it's very similar. Like I was so stuck in my ways. I was like, I know what I'm doing and I know how to do this. And it was very much like, check your ego at the door. We're doing things differently. Like, did you feel that when you came in? Like, I know you touched on a little bit, but when you came in that everything that you thought was going to happen, it wasn't exactly how you thought it was going to like pan out, but instead it was obviously better than you could have ever imagined. But for me, it was so many of the things that I thought I would never change, I changed. Mm. So many of the things that I thought that I would never, like, I like I know what I'm doing. I've got this together. Yeah. To me, that's what the mastermind kind of like did for me of being in the mastermind. It, it, A, definitely felt like that belonging thing you were talking about before. I had to really shift that through like every single day for the first six months of like, you belong here. You've got this. Like, you belong. You don't fit in. Nobody needs to fit in. Nobody does fit in, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So what were like your unexpected like shifts from that 2021 of like, and then also like investing, I guess, but for your 2021. Yeah. You know, I feel like I just went into the complete unknown. Mm. You know, whenever we decide to create something new, we're going into the unknown and because we have to go into the unknown, because if we don't go into the unknown, then we're in the known. And if we're working in the known, then we're just going to repeat the way that it's always been because we know it. Right. Which is such a pattern for us as humans. And so I was willing to go into like the complete unknown. And so like, it was almost like, I didn't know what to expect. You know what I mean? Like I almost had to like drop the expectation. I knew immediately that, that my experience was going to be drastically different than any other experience that I've ever had in a mastermind. Like I knew it immediately because I asked, I was like, all right, source universe, like go ahead and do your arranging thing that you always do and give me somebody who's doing it different because I know that there's a different way. I know that there's a better way. I know that there's a fun way. I know that there's a more aligned way. Like fun is like my number one value. If I'm not having fun, I'm not doing it. Like, and I don't even care if somebody's like, Hey, here's a blueprint to make $17 million tomorrow. If it's not fun, I'm seriously not going to do it. Like money cannot motivate me to not to do something that's miserable. And so like, I was like, I know that there's another way. I know that there's a more fun way, a more exciting way. And so when I came into, you know, the mastermind, it almost was like, I had to drop all my expectations at the door and I had to be willing, like just burn everything to the ground and, and just go into the unknown. And honestly, that, what that whole burning to the ground and going into the unknown, it was actually oddly peaceful. Mm -hmm. And not scary because my belief was so strong that I was like, well, why would I not? It's almost like I had a crystal ball and I just knew with every cell of my being, it was going to happen. I just knew it. So it was like, whatever, I'll burn it to the ground. It's not a big deal. You know, like whenever I tell that story, a lot of people are like, well, you burned your everything to the ground. And I was like, yeah, but it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't like a, you know, it wasn't like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. It was just like, no, this is what I meant to do right now. So there actually wasn't a lot of like fear because I, it's like, I knew, I think more of the fear came this year, mm. like this year. And you and I were kind of Voxer, uh, voice memoing and an Instagram about that. Like this mm-hmm. year was my year of like, Oh God, what am I doing? And like the fear that really kicked in. Maybe that's so weird because mine was last year and that was the year I was. Yeah, we said that when we were talking about Instagram. Hello and welcome to the one hour call where we're talking about how epic these are. But also on that, not everybody has the same experience. I really think it's the way we're processing the experience and whether like, it's almost like it becomes irrelevant. The mastermind is irrelevant, but at the same time, it's the catalyst for our own transformation. We're using it. Like that's the way I always see it. Like I'm investing. It's kind of irrelevant what it is, but it's a big amount. 
and it's the right container relevant if like if something happens in there that I don't really like it's not going to change what I'm doing I'm going to come in there and I'm going to get what I need and do and have the transformation that I decide I'm going to have it's not going to be conditional or circumstantial to as long as it's happy and rainbows and blah blahs 100 percent. well and I think that that's very normal that a lot of people have expectations of what anything's going to be a program, a mastermind, one-on-one mentorship, a retreat, you name it. People have expectations and we create expectations based on our, our previous experience or experiences that we've been a part of prior experiences that we've ran prior. And I think that this is like one of the biggest disservices that anyone can ever give themselves is to have an expectation of what something is going to be. I really believe like if we listen to our internal guidance system and we really like are in alignment with the decision, the decision is going to give us anything and everything that we are supposed to have, whether we plan for it or not. And I think that's too many people in our industry. It's like one of the biggest things that makes me frustrated is that too many people in our industry are like, well, I'm going to do this so that I can make this. I'm going to do this so that I can make that. Like I'm going to invest in you so I can make a million dollars yesterday. I'm going to do this so I can do that. But what we don't realize, and people are so focused on what's the strategy? What are you going to teach me? What am I going to learn? It has nothing to do with what we teach you. Yeah. Like nothing. What we teach you is like the cherry on top. It's all about who you become in the process. And like, so people will join masterminds and it won't be what they expected, but it's exactly what they need. Yeah. Like I, I, one of my favorite quotes, somebody said it a long time ago, if you didn't get the outcome that you hoped for, you got the lesson that you needed because that lesson is going to take you to the outcome later on. But we live in a culture, which is like, you cannot make it to a million dollars if this is your vibe. We live in a culture that's like this, that, if then cause effect, bam, bam. Mm -hmm. And that's not how it goes. You and I could literally map out our road to million. And it literally is like this. Like every day is literally an emotional roller coaster. And this is where power comes from. This is where personal power comes. And this is when this you need a mentor. This, you need sisterhood. And you also need to be able in a mastermind to hold other people's this. Yes. How the hell are you going to be a mentor running a million dollar business if you have a mastermind and someone's here and someone's here and someone's here and someone's here? This is the art of mentorship and you have to be a part of it and you have to be able to know how to navigate it in order to be able to run it in your business. So many people want to bypass the hard stuff. They want to bypass. I just want to go into a mastermind. I want it to be all about me. And I want me, 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 me. But yet you want to run a seven, multiple seven figure company. You have to go through the experiences in order to lead it. Mm-hmm. And that's a hard pill for some people to swallow. I feel like we need to drink up that moment because I am so on the same page with you with that, because it is, I am not, I, I'm at a stage of my business now where at the beginning, I was kind of surprised with my success. Like, huh. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a projector? Aren't you a projector? No, manifesting generator. Oh, I don't know. Five one. <laughs> Some people, okay. I have so much balance. And when people see my balance, they're like, oh, you're such a projector. I'm like, no, I'm not. But I think it may be just years of having kids and needing balance. Right. <laughs> I'm at a point now, like seeing what I've seen and being in the industry and, and being, you know, even deeper in, I think I was definitely in my own little bubble before I joined the mastermind and was in like a world. I am at a point now where I look around and look at all the decisions, the million times that I shifted, the million times that I wanted to judge somebody else. And I'm like, okay, where, what's bringing up for me? Where is yes. this in me? Every time I wanted to project, I'm like, okay, let me just have a look at the mirror of me. 
every time that I wanted to be like comparing myself, it's like, it's not about the, per- and be like, oh my God, I can't believe she does it that way. Oh my God. It's like a, instead going like, okay, I can feel this energy that I've got and it's triggered by and coming from a place of comparing myself. Let me just like transmute it with myself. What's this bringing up? Will you feel like you're oh. capable of doing it? So that's why you're getting super activated. And it's just checking myself, my side of the street constantly a million times. And I realized it's not normal. This is like not normal. No, 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 no. The self-leadership is not normal. Mm. And here's the thing is because we, the, like people, it's not even, it's just the way that our minds work, focus so much on what I have to do. Mm. And so it's like, what do I have to do? 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 I have to run a mastermind. I have to run this. I have to post content. I have to do this. And then things happen. I don't know, like emotions, like comparison, like doubt, like uncertainty, like fear, like triggers because goodness gracious triggers everywhere. And so these things happen over and over and over again. And when we focus on, well, what do I have to do? What do I have to do? What do I have to do? And we don't focus on who do I have to become Mm. and how do I have to lead myself? And what's the new level of, I don't know, self-efficacy, self-confidence, self-love, like self-acceptance, self-healing. When we don't look at those things, but we constantly hit up against a ceiling. We're constantly like, okay, well, just tell me what to do. And it's like, no, because you haven't done the self-leadership work to be able to expand into that. Because behind every milestone, every dollar amount that you want, there's the version of you that can hold that. And, but a lot of people just want like, just tell me this, but they don't want to ask, who do I have to become? Because who you have to become, that's not always a comfortable road. Mm-hmm. You do like this, this work will ask you to look at yourself in the deepest ways. Cause you're going to get mirror after mirror, after mirror, after mirror, after mirror. You open up your Instagram and all of a sudden you get triggered at 9am mirror. Okay, great. I got to do this, right? You pull up a Voxer triggered mirror. Like this is the, the, the most self-led women are the most successful women. Yeah. And the, the secret, if you will, lies in self-leadership. Can you lead yourself there? And that's why I don't talk about, you know, you have to invest in yourself because the self-led woman knows that she's got to invest in it. The self-led woman knows she's got to make moves. Oh yeah. She doesn't just need to a matter of which one. Oh, yeah. she doesn't need to be told. No, she's in it. <laughs> no, it's like the successful people are like the most. And when I say success, I'm yes, I'm talking about money. Of course I'm talking about money. That's why we're all like, nobody would be doing this if they didn't care about money. Let's be honest. Like my whole world is money, riches. Let's go. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's claim it. Let's claim it. But when I say success, it's like money is this much of it. Success is like the life that you live, the marriage that you have, the family that you lead, the friends that you're able to have, the, the freedom that you're able to have, the life that you're able to live. Like that's what success is. So there's a lot of people that are successful financially, but they're not successful in the other senses of the word because they're not willing to do the inner work and heal. And there's a lot of people who are who are opposite. They're doing, they're able to do the inner work and heal, but they're not able to lead themselves in the finance department. So, you know, the self-led woman is successful in all areas, money, life, business, love relationships. Like that's what success really is. And you have to lead yourself. You have to be able to look at yourself. You've got to look at your triggers. You've got to be healing. Like you have to be doing that work or like, listen, it's going to be a long road. Yeah. Or you're just not even going to get there. I love this because one of the things that I talk about in the ascension stage, like the sabotage stage, sabotage, I feel like my personal belief is that it's a self situation. So it's like self-identity, self-belief, self-love. 
all of that is what's happening in the sabotage phase after we've achieved something massive and then we're sabotaging. It's because of the self, the self, the self, the self, the self-love, self-leading for this next phase. And most people get to that sabotage and then they just, they bypass it. They don't look at those like elevating from what they've always thought in this this way or they've always just done it that way and they're not looking for I'm not going to take responsibility for like that person doing that I'm not going to look at myself I'm not going to look at this mirror I'm just going to make it about her I'm going to make it about what she did to me versus where in me did I create this experience for myself and like really self-responsibility my ability to respond and then if we can graduate through that ascension through that acclimation to this new level changing like the neuro pathways of the ways that we see things we graduate to that next level like that dream bigger vibe and we don't just repeat the results no we go bigger and like better future are right like because we did that yes yes Mm -hmm. and that's all the work that that allows you to continuously expand and bring your dreams to life That is like, that is the deep self-leadership work of like, not only can I do this, check the box, but can I land here and become this? Right. And that's like, that is so much better on our nervous system. That's so much more of a fun journey and a fun ride because it's like, it's like, of course I'm here. I'm meant to be here. Now that once I'm here, let me do the work to make sure that I'm here. Okay. Got it. My soul knows this, this place to be true, to be home. Now that I've landed here, my soul's like, yes, I'm here. hundred thousand dollar months, $50,000, 20, whatever it is. Right. It's like, yes, I'm here. Okay. Now from here, I can go into my next level, but it's this continuously like landing and being like, I'm here and then next level. And then I'm there and then next level. But a lot of people are just like, like, let's go. And they're wondering why all of their success is not sticking. Mm. Oh, this is so good. Okay. So I go into private coaching in 2021 and I have a whole lot of did everything, all of that I could do every, you know, the stuff that was left that I needed, like that was like barnacles. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm not releasing that yet. Had to be released. I don't know what it is about the private coaching. Maybe there's not as much stimulus because just you and it's like you're like you butt like, naked. That's what I think but, of. Yeah, that's that. literally what I think of private coaching. You're naked every day and you can't hide anything. You're like you can't hide on the health. Right? You're like because in a program you're like you can't see me. In a mastermind you're like ugh, ugh, right like you got a robe on. In private coaching you're just like I have no I have nothing on. I'm naked. <laughs> You see every piece of me. You're going to call it out. Like that's literally what happens in private coaching. You're like, (laughs) I don't even have a bra or underwear. Nope. I've got nothing. Here I am. Welcome. It's so vulnerable. I did not expect it. I was not ready. There's no hiding. There's nothing. No. Yeah. When I went into private coaching, which was this year was, it was like, great. I made a million. Now I'm going to make four. Like quantum leaps. Let's do it. Right. But in it, this is like, you know, I asked source in February, really, when I went into private coaching, I asked source, I said, all right, all right, guys, see you up there. I'm ready for my next level. Like I'm ready to lead this bigger. Like I'm ready for more. Like my, it wasn't ego. I want more. It was soul. I'm ready for bigger. I'm ready for more. Very different. A lot of people are like ego wants more. My soul was like, I'm ready. So I, I, you know, set the intention. I'm like, all right, all right, teams. I see up there, like, let's go, let's do this and go back to what I said. When you don't get the outcome that you hope for, you got the lesson that you needed. And then, then it was just like mass destruction. 
it wasn't a blowing up of my business. It was like, okay, if you really want more, you've got to blow yourself up because this ego being attached to how much money you make, that's not cute. Like it's got to go this, you know, self-worth this, like all of it was literally just like strip away, strip away, strip away, strip away, strip away of like every identity that I possibly had that wasn't attached to the highest good of all and love was gone. And that process, I mean, you've gone through ego deaths, like that process is probably the ugliest process that somebody can ever go through. And I swear to you, I think that this is when, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs will talk about when they, they almost quit. You know, they're like, okay, I literally almost threw in the towel. I was so close to just being like, you know what? Sounds good. Like I listen, I think I could be really happy as like a Starbucks barista. I think I would crush being a Starbucks barista. I'd like make pumpkin spice lattes. Like no one else ever did. I'd be the happiest freaking, I'd be on the thing. Like, like I was like, I could be a Starbucks barista. I'd be great. I'd have to downsize my house, but I'd be, I'd be thriving. Right. Like you're getting fantasies about, yes. yeah, like, that is when like I had that. I was like, I'm getting fantasies about being a cleaner. I'm just going to someone's house with my earphones in and just cleaning the house and not talking to anybody. I'm like, or like going to Starbucks. I'm getting fantasies about that. You know, you're on a different dimension. Yeah. You're like, uh, this isn't good. I think this means I'm done. Like, what does this mean? But I think that everyone who you know, has chosen something bigger, their soul aligns something bigger goes through this phase of their journey of like, why am I doing this? Like, we seriously don't know. We're like, why are we doing this? What, what is it like? Why am I doing this? This is so hard. This is so stressful. This is so difficult. This is like, I'm butt naked. It doesn't feel good. It's like, why am I even doing this? Like nothing works. You throw spaghetti at the wall, nothing sticks. And it's like, I believe that it's like an activation that's available where it's like source is like, do you really have what it takes? Are you really willing to do this? When it's easy, when it's fun, but when it's hard and when you downright are crying yourself to sleep or having an anxiety driven, you know, I went through months this last year that my jaw hurt so bad because I was so anxious. I was like, so clenched, like my jaw, I literally was like, Pat, my husband was like, can you massage my jaw? Like I was so anxious because I, my body didn't want to let go of all of the previous identities that I had. And it was just like one thing after, and like, I would come out alive and I'm like, I did it. Oh my God, I did. Okay. I did it. And then it was like something else. And I'm just like, no. oh, like I did this already. But those of us who are meant to lead big things in this world, we have to go through initiations. People used to ask me, I was having this conversation with my friend Echo that, you know, from the mastermind, mm-hmm. I was having a conversation with her and she said, she's like, yeah, somebody asked me a while ago, you know, do you need to go through the shit? Do you need to go through the hard stuff? Do you need to, do you need to? You know, and her and I were talking about how once upon a time we would have said, no, like, you don't need to, like, you don't need to go through the hard stuff. And after this last year, it's like, oh, you got to be willing to sit in it all. And you have to be willing to be like butt naked and you have to be willing to walk through fire because if this level of success, this level of success is only available to the people who are really ready to lead something. Mm -hmm. And that was like the biggest surprise of my life, the hardest times of my life but like also on the other side of it, the most beautiful rewarding side of my life, Mm. because it's like, that's really what it's all about. It's not about the money. It's not about seven figures. It's not about eight figures. It's not about 19 figures. It's not about six figures. It's about you changing this earth and you really using your codes to change the entire trajectory of like the humans on this planet. Mm. And the moment that you disconnect from that and the moment that your identity gets attached to how much money you make or 
how much money you made last month compared to this month or how much money this person made in the mastermind versus this, this person made in the mastermind or how quickly she made it to 10 million versus you making it to 10 million. Mm-hmm. The moment that you take your eyes off of the real reason why you do this is the moment that you're going to be put into like a blender <laughs> and uh, over and over and over and over again. I so relate to what you're saying so much. It's so crazy, right? <laughs> it's like, we get it. So I feel like people watching are just like, oh, wow, this sounds so fun. I can't wait to have a million dollar business. But if you make for it, you'll do it. Like, and I so agree because I was literally going to ask you what fundamentally did you completely change your mind on after being in private coaching? And it sounds like it was about like you have to go through these initiations. Yeah, is that probably like yeah. the biggest thing that you've changed your mind on? Because I feel like that's what it does. Like the coaching changes your mind on something that you've always said. This is the way yeah. that I think it changes the mind on who you are. And I think that's why it's so hard. And I look at the private coaching that I do with my clients and I'm like, oh my God, that's what we do, mm-hmm. right? They come in and they think one thing and then they they literally go through this rapid, like insane experience. And they're like, oh my God, that's not even anything that I thought it was. Mm-hmm. You know, I think private coaching is where you go when you are ready to completely shift and change and evolve yourself. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. I don't think private coaching is for like, can you help me get to a million? I don't yeah. think that yeah. that's what private coaching is for, even my own private coaching. Yeah. And even I have women that come into my private coaching. That's like, I want you to help me get to a million. I'm like, amazing. But my job is not to help you get to a million. My job is to help you become a million dollar woman. And mm-hmm. that looks very different. Helping you become a million dollar woman and helping you make a million dollars different. And I am not the coach that's going to tell you what to do to make a million dollars. I'm the coach that's going to support you in becoming the million dollar woman so that you can do it over and over and over again. And you actually can have success in all areas of your life. Like you and I, like we're not the coaches to like, here's success in your business. Mm. If you have success in your business and you don't have success in all areas of your life, welcome to depression and misery and anxiety. Mm -hmm. And like, that's not our work. That's not why we're doing this. Mm -hmm. And so I think that private coaching is where you go to, to completely become like the biggest version of you that makes your dreams come true. Mm. And it's not always easy. It's a lot of freaking fun. Like, let's be honest. It's epic yeah. to do life with someone. Yeah. To have do a call. They're like, oh my I God. I can just message you. I remember saying that last year to Veli. Like, I get to just like message you anytime. We call literally like, all the time. But I literally thought, like my private coaching is probably the same as it's the only thing in my business that I haven't named strategically. Cause I'm like, I don't know what you're going to get. It's just like woman of wealth by being yourself, one to one coaching. There is no tagline. That is it. It's one-to-one coaching. If you're ready, you're ready because the experience is going to be your own. It's like you're going to create this experience and I'm going to be the conduit for it, right? Yes, yes. And it's so epic because we get to like, you know, it's so beautiful. Private mentorship, it's like you do it all. You become together. You rise together. Like you expand together. You grow together. Like it's literally like I've got one woman that I've been working with. We've been working together one-on-one for almost two years now. And like, we've been through everything Mm. like death, like actual death, like not like ego death. We'll eat plenty of ego deaths, Mm. like death. We've been through rebirths. We've been through grief. We've been through love. We've been through celebrations. We've been through joy. We've been through marriage problems. We've been through like, you name it. We've been through it all. And it's the most extraordinary thing because it's like, you've got your person. Yeah. Like once you've got your people, you're unstoppable. Like once you've got your crew, it's like, you're good. You're unstoppable. 
but it's like, you've got to be willing to go there. You know, you've got to be willing to have to bet on yourself. You've got to be willing to have the amount of self-love to actually play at that level, like bet on your dreams and love yourself enough to bring it to life. Oh, I love that. There's something so much to be said by, to those clients. Like, I feel like this is an ode to those clients. There's, it's a really underestimated thing. The ability as a coach and a mentor to feel safe with that client. And I feel like my best work has been done with those ones that I know that aren't on a thread. They're there. Yeah. The highs, the lows, no matter what, just like we've been there with Melanie is like, whatever I'm here, I ain't going nowhere. Like, so I'm, yeah, and there's so much like that you feel like you get a whole other level because you're like, I'm not here dependent on who you are. I don't no. need you to be anything for me. I chose you. I'm going to rise the occasion. I know that this is meant to be. I know I'm in the right place, even though sometimes I'm like, what the hell? But you're rising to the occasion again and again and again. And I think I just got, and I think you probably would feel that as well. You just get a whole other level of them because mm-hmm. they're safe with you. Like they feel safe, right? Like they feel safe and open. Yeah. It's not like, Hey, I need to get something. I need to get as much as I can out of this in one month or one day or one week. Mm -hmm. Right. It's literally like, it's like a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, if you met your husband, you know, or I met my husband back when I met my husband and I questioned if he, I could trust him or I questioned if he really was in it for the long haul, Mm -hmm. or I questioned if I was ready to actually commit to him in the long haul. Mm-hmm. Right. We wouldn't have had the fall in love fairy tale freaking relationship that we did. We literally met each other and it was like, oh my God, you're my person. I'm your person. I'm in it for the long haul. You're in it for the long haul. I trust you. You trust me. Done. Right. And that depth, the the commitment is what allows for the depth. And the depth is what changes lives. So many people want their lives changed with a surface level something, a surface level conversation, a surface level strategy, a surface level, whatever it is. So many people want the surface level because the surface level is cheaper. The surface level is easier, but the surface level is just going to temporarily put a bandaid on something. The depth is what shifts your core of your being. The depth is what changes everything. And the depth is scary, right? It's it's scary to commit to something, but that's where your entire life changes is when the depth is activated. Mm, if you think of like the best coaches in like basketball, even it's the relationship yeah. with the, that the coach has with each and every single one of those players, the relationship, and they're going out there, not just for themselves, but for the team, for the crew, for all. And there's just more heart in them because they've got the relationship with the coach. And so when he says something, it hits different. So true. It's like, it just hits in a completely different way. So when they huddle, at the end and they're losing and he says something and they've got that relationship with him. It's just like that hits different so much of like probably what you and me have heard. And it's just like, that would go over somebody else's head. For but sure. Me changed my life. I'll say that. And I'm like, that was life changing. And I feel like that's the difference, right? Would you say like, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And when you have that, here's the crazy thing is that everyone's life changes. Mm-hmm. right? The coach is the coach and the coach is like, can say one thing, but the player can look at the coach and say one thing and can change the coach's life, mm-hmm. right? Like there's this, this symbiotic relationship, this mutual respect, this together we rise. Like the coach is the coach. He's the one calling the shots, but the players are the players. They're the one doing right. And so it's like, there's this, both have a mutual respect and a mutual love and both people's lives change like tremendously. Mm-hmm. And that's what, like, I look at like mentorship with what I do. And it's like, when their life changes, my mentees, when their life changes, my private clients, my life changes Yeah, because we're so freaking connected. 
but a lot of people are like selling one-on-one mentorship, right? Or like we're promoting it, right? And it's like, well, I want money. I want this. I want that. And it's like, no, that relationship should be both of your lives changing. Both of you receive code. Both of your lives are activated to a new level because together, together you rise, together you grow, together you expand. And that's, that's just the epicness of it. And, but the depth is needed without the depth. You don't got anything. Oh, this has been such a good conversation. <laughs> I just want to drink it up. Oh my God. Oh. And we probably should, but oh my God. <laughs> okay. That was amazing. I feel like that would be amazing for everybody. So on the internet, Jen, what, what at the moment are you like frothing over that you've created that you want to share with us? Oh, I love that question. What am I frothing over? I love your little Australian, like, wouldn't you say barnacles earlier? <laughs> yeah, like what are you frothing over? I'm like, God, I need more Jana in my life. Like, yeah, what am I frothing over? Tell me about that. Frothing over. Like, what am I frothing over that I'm currently creating? Like that I'm in the creation phases of? Yeah, what you want to share. Mm, well, this year has been like literally the most extraordinary year of my entire life because of everything that I've gone through. And so much the last like the last like three weeks have been like insane. I've sat in a lot of ceremony and I've gotten a lot of codes and like, so it's like, it's like quantum leap. I hate that we all like people use quantum leap for money. It's like, guys, quantum leap is so much more than that, but it's been like massive quantum leap, like for me, which is more important to me than the quantum leap in money. And so I'm like birthed my, um, I'm not sure. I'm going to like, t- I'm going to tell you without telling you I've birthed this, um, year-long experience that's going to be happening next year. And it's all about living abundantly and money and riches and power. And there's one word that like, I'm not saying, cause it's the title of it. So I'm not going to say, <laughs> um, but it's just a really epic community and a really epic space in which like rising, like women can really truly rise into riches in all sense of the word riches, like rich life, rich in finances, rich in business, rich in relationships. So that's what I'm currently frothing over right now. That will be details will be dropping next month, but that's something that I'm just like, you know, you know, when you get, when you have a creation that was really given to you. Right. And it's like, Hey, I, you gave this to me and it's up to me to rise up into it. Mm. Like that's what this is right now. So I'm like, Oh my God. I love this. My team are also going to be frothing about so many of the things that you said today. We are so parallel. Like I've been talking about like the ego wants me to stay small. My higher self is go bigger. Like, what are you doing? Oh, always. Right? Always. Always. So many parallels. It's a conflict. Comfort is for the ego. It's death to the soul. Yeah. Right. The soul's like, no, stop. Don't do that. Right. It's like, it's, yeah, it's uh, so good. I love it. You got to go follow Jen on Instagram so you get to know what this new program is. (laughs) (laughs) I like how I did that. Uh, So you can find the Jen Kennedy. You'll have links and stuff on the Instagram. Thank you so much for being here. I feel like we created a whole energetic portal here. It's been such a beautiful thing. I feel like it was just an excuse to catch up and riff. (laughs) I love it. It was so good. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, I appreciate you. Love, I love you. I love you. All right, have the best day ever. I will talk to you soon. Bye, Jen. (laughs) Bye, love.